Hey neighbor, this is your favorite neighbor, Jay Murray. Before we start today's episode, just want to let you know that we just launched our weekly newsletter, Happy Healthy Newsletter. This is a great opportunity for you to receive more meaningful content to help you grow your faith, well-being, and leadership skills. So go to happyhood.com to subscribe. That is happyhood.com, H-A-P-I-H-O-O-D.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at happy underscore hood for more purpose-driven content. Now, let's start today's episode. long-standing battle with gratitude. And maybe you have too, because within mental health recovery, feeling gratitude is quite conflictual. But it's a path that I continue to turn to now that I've relearned it in a way that works for me. Gratitude is actually a part of the Sanskrit practice, Bodhvachan. In this practice, we recite statements that offer gratitude to our parents, teachers, community, earth, and to ourselves. I remember very fondly laying in bed at night saying my night prayers and reciting the Bodhvachan. Yes, as a kid, I could feel a sense of ease and peace in acknowledging what I was grateful for, but it kind of turned into a chore. So frequently I'd hear, you should be grateful for what we have. But then I started to notice, what if I wanted more than what we have? Is that ungrateful? Because I started to notice systems very young, As a child of immigrant parents and living in a non-diverse part of town, I realized quickly that my family was different. How was I supposed to be grateful for an impoverished community, struggle, racism, discrimination, and trauma? I know that many others believe that things happen for a reason, but grappling with the idea that tough stuff is supposed to happen is unsettling. It pushed me further away from wanting to express gratitude. For years, I sat with this feeling of dread and expressing gratitude, and it hardened in me like a rock. I carried around the weight of all the reasons for why I wasn't grateful, that it fueled my feelings of anger, anxiety, and depression. Negating the positive things in life was a worldview I developed to keep myself safe. I struggled with a sense of trust in others and in the environment around me. But then something happened. I started working in a community nonprofit with other women who shared similar experiences. Day by day, that weight of anger dissipated because I found myself in a moment with others, experiencing a surge of happiness when I saw them smile, when I heard a laugh, or even when I sat in a room around others knowing that we were in a space together, in a community. I don't think I immediately attached the word gratitude to the experiences I was having. Looking back at it now, it was moment by moment that I was expressing a sense of appreciation and acknowledgement to the beings that surrounded me and supported me as well. Somewhere along those first few years of my own mental health recovery, I started practicing mindfulness. And I think that that's when my gratitude practice was reborn into something that felt fitting for me. Even today, there are days when I feel a block around expressing gratitude for myself and affirming some of the things that I appreciate about myself. So I take it easy. 
I start lightly by finding something that has nothing to do with me. I observe people, places, and things in my environment that offer me a sense of peace, happiness, lightheartedness, and sometimes even humor. Whether it be my cat smacking me with his tail when he wants more pets, or the sun peeking through the barren trees, or even how my body moves when I dance around. It's pausing, noticing, and then becoming aware of the peace that I feel. In that moment, I feel everything is in fact okay. So gratitude practice has shifted for me. Instead of offering gratitude to acknowledge what I do and don't have, it's become a mindfulness practice to just observe what is. There is no judgment or comparison. There is no shame or anger. And when I do experience thoughts that come up like, but you shouldn't be grateful for that because dot dot dot, I simply notice that thought and acknowledge that that is a coping mechanism I learned early on to protect myself. I then ask myself, what happens if I challenge that thought and just allow myself to bask in this present moment of gratitude? Nothing bad happens. Only peace comes in for that moment. The bigger question I still ask myself is how can I practice gratitude in a world where things don't always feel safe? I don't have the perfect answer. I go back to the place where I learned to break down my own barriers to feel ease in a community with others. I now seek out experiences and people that offer me space to be myself and see myself and the same for them. Together, I think we practice gratitude of one another for the ability to exist amongst chaos in a state of peace and love, even if it's just for the moment.